What exactly does the Joshua Fund do? From the perspective of our ministry partners, the Joshua Fund is helping hurting lives throughout the epicenter. We're going to hear from a few of our ministry partners today on this episode of Inside the Epicenter with Joel Rosenberg. Today, we have something special. I'd like to introduce you, our listeners, to one of our ministry partners in the field to give us a firsthand account of some incredible work taking place in the epicenter. Ministry partner, would you tell us a little bit about Ali and Fatima? Well, those aren't really their names, but for security purposes, we've changed them. Right. It's essential to remind everyone listening that we have ministry partners in very volatile regions of the Middle East. So at times, we need to be very sensitive about what details we can share. Exactly. So I met Ali and Fatma about a year ago. Wonderful couple. They both come from very conservative Muslim families. They've only heard teachings from the Quran their entire life. Ali was very devout in his faith, and when I met him, he would read the Quran daily and refuse to listen to anything else. Wow. How did that work? Trying to share the gospel when they weren't open to it at all? I would just go and visit with them. I would, you know, quietly pray for them as a family when I was there, but was very respectful. Eventually, after getting to know them and spending time with them over several months, I felt comfortable inviting them to a special worship gathering. And they were open to that? Yeah. So it's a weekly meeting. We would spend time in prayer, singing, and teaching the Bible. Ali told me that worshiping God in his native language meant a lot to him and was the reason they kept coming back each week. That's incredible. During those meetings, Ali and Fatma heard about God's love and forgiveness. They heard about a God who loves sinners and wants to save them and give them eternal life. I could tell that Ali was confused by it all and that there was this conflict between what he knew and what was true. So God was using the worship times to draw them into his word. Ali told me that after a while, whenever he would pray in an Islamic manner, he'd find Jesus on his mind and only hear the echo of his call. Wow. He said he resisted for months, but eventually got on his knees and spiritually submitted to his will. He and Fatma experienced baptism a few months ago. That is amazing. It is. It's a powerful testimony to gospel work unfolding in the Middle East. The Joshua Fund has helped establish several churches, including the one that Ali and Fatma now attend in the region. And there are millions of people just like them who are waiting to hear the valid message of the gospel of Jesus. My goodness. Thank you so much for sharing their story with us. It blesses my heart, and I'm sure it does for most of our listeners as well. It's such an honor to be part of what the Holy Spirit is doing in the Middle East, in the epicenter. And it's pretty special for our financial supporters at the Joshua Fund to hear that their gifts are making such a powerful difference. Thank you. 
Well, good day to you. It's Joel with the King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. I'm excited for the opportunity to take a few minutes to speak with one of our Joshua Fund ministry partners about the incredible work they're doing in the field in the Middle East. Thank you. We're so glad to have you with us on the podcast today. Thanks, Carl. Glad to be here. Tell us about the work you're doing in the epicenter as much as you can. Yes, of course. As you know, we work in some highly sensitive areas, so I'll be a little vague. But I actually have a testimony from a young woman in one of the refugee camps where we hold a Bible study. So our listeners will get to hear from someone impacted by the Joshua Fund in their own words? That's great. Yeah. Aria came to the Bible study because a friend invited her. She was depressed, as most refugees are, having left everything behind and knowing she would probably never see their home again. And navigating life in a refugee camp, it's obviously extremely difficult. Even though they've escaped warfare or persecution, refugee families are still just trying to survive in these camps. I can imagine. Here's what Aria shared with us after coming to the Bible study for a while. I fell in love with it and waited eagerly for church every Sunday. We were comforted from the inside out during every session. We had lots of burdens, problems, and worries. But these were the times when we would let go of them. You know, that is so encouraging to hear that the Bible study is a place of hope and comfort for Arya and her friends. It really is. We've seen such a positive impact on the ones who attend. They share their problems what they're going through, and really want to learn how to apply the Bible to their lives, you know, with their kids, relatives, and neighbors. And this is probably the first time many of them are hearing the gospel, correct? You are right, it is. Aya also shared with us about that. She said, It was so new to us because in the past we had never heard of all this overwhelming love and peace. Our homes felt so peaceful, and we felt that we weren't forsaken. Wow, that is amazing. And that hope and love and peace that Arya and her friends are finding through the Bible study are reaching others in the camp because they are talking about it with their families and friends. Incredible. Thank you for taking the time to share Arya's testimony and for the work you're doing in the epicenter. It, it really is amazing to hear how the Joshua Fund is impacting lives, specifically in refugee camps and other areas of need. 
I know our financial partners are encouraged by stories like this and the life-changing difference that um, these gifts are making in the Middle East, in the epicenter, through ministry partners like you. Thank you. Thanks again. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Our verse of the day today is found in Deuteronomy 15, verse 7. If there is a poor man with you, one of your brothers, in any of your towns, in land which the Lord your God is giving you, You shall not harden your heart, nor close your hand from your poor brother. Our prayer requests today are, number one, to pray for the ministry partners of the Joshua Fund. These are the men and women who serve the least, the last, and the lost in Israel and the neighboring countries, providing food, clothing, shelter, encouragement, and refreshment. Pray for our ministry partners. And number two, pray that the Joshua Fund would continue to grow in its impact in the ministry partners in Israel and the epicenters. I'd like to take a few minutes on the podcast today to welcome and hear from one of our ministry partners. Hi, it's great having you with us today. Oh, thanks for having me. You know, I love answering questions about the Joshua Fund and what we do, but I think it's important for all of our listeners to really get to know the work that we're doing in the Middle East, in the epicenter, through personal stories of real people who've been impacted. Would you mind sharing with us one of the stories that that you've been involved with? I would love to. Our ministry in Israel has many different outreaches, but today I'll talk about our helpline and how a few conversations became a life-saving tool for a woman named Maria and her family. That's great. We got a call from Maria's husband. He had been injured in a car wreck. They were really struggling to make ends meet and provide for their three kids. It was really overwhelming situation, and then Maria found out she was pregnant. Oh, wow. To give some background, in Israel, ending a pregnancy is legal and fairly common. 
Our helpline was created to help people like Maria and her family who face unplanned pregnancy. So, her husband called looking for a place to end the pregnancy, but instead ended up having a conversation with us about their situation. And you were able to change his mind? We spoke with him about how child's life was at stake, but Maria still wasn't sure. She feared they wouldn't have enough if they had another child and believed terminating the pregnancy was still the best option for the family. We listened to her heart, and we didn't shame or pressure her, but offered love and support. Through our ministry, we are able to provide resources to moms and families to help them through difficult circumstances. Once Maria realized that they wouldn't be alone and would have help to take care of their children, she decided to keep the baby. Ah, praise the Lord. Are you serious? All it took was giving some diapers and food to a family to get them to keep their baby? Yeah, unfortunately. That's the financial reality some of these families face. We were excited about the decision Maria made. They welcomed a beautiful little boy into their family a few months later and dedicated him to the Lord. Now that is a miracle worth celebrating. Amen. Through our ministry's partnership with the Joshua Fund, we are able to help a number of families like Maria's who are in similar or even worse situations. Never underestimate the hope you can bring to someone's life by just listening to their story and walking with them through difficult times. It truly saves lives. So thank you to all the Joshua Fund donors listening. Amazing. Thank you. We so appreciate you and we're so grateful for the lives that are being saved in Israel and throughout the epicenter because of our faithful financial supporters. I would love for our listeners to pray that even more families can be impacted through the love of Jesus and the work of his church. Thanks for listening to this special episode of Inside the Epicenter with Joel Rosenberg. To learn more about how God is moving in the Epicenter through the Joshua Fund, head over to joshuafund.com and sign up for our e-newsletter. Through those emails, you'll hear more encouraging stories of life change that will surely bless you as well. And as always, check out our show notes for anything you heard on the podcast that you'd like more information on. For Joel Rosenberg, I'm Carl Muller. Thanks for listening to this episode of Inside the Epicenter. Hello, this is Dr. Doug Grotheis, host of Truth Tribe, where we seek the truth through reason and evidence about what matters most. And we are not tribal since truth is for everyone. Please join me at the Truth Tribe as I discuss the reasons for Christian faith, the Christian worldview, and moral issues such as abortion and gender ideology. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Truth Tribe on your favorite podcast app.